Hello, the initiated. My name is Marcus Yunikla, and this is the Be a Better Artist podcast. Today, I want to answer and dissect a very simple question, which is: Should you write music for yourself or for other people? And my answer to that is extremely simple, and the answer is both. You should be doing both. Now, first of all, let's start with. You writing music for yourself. Now, if you are writing music, it's probably pretty likely that you enjoy the process, at least somewhat, to some extent. There is something that you're getting out of it, some sort of deeper fulfillment, some sort of、uh, deeper enjoyment. For some people, it's like meditation. For some people, it's like therapy. But the main point is that you have some sort of a Need some sort of urge, some sort of desire to write music. And when we are talking about this question of who you should be writing music for,、um, don't shy away from the fact that you're also writing music for yourself. If it improves your life, if it increases your well-being, then embrace that. Be grateful for having something like that in your life, because the truth is, a lot of people don't. So remember that this has、uh, a quality of life component to it, and when something is beneficial for you, if you are a better person as a result of it, then that's going to be better for the people around you in the world as well. Now we get to an internal part that radiates to the outside, from internal to external. When you write music that you find fascinating. And interesting, then it's pretty likely that your relationship, your passion and drive towards the music that you write, is going to radiate. It's going to come through, and it's going to be something that other people can see. If that's missing, then it's very difficult for people to connect with you. We connect with other individuals when they. Show their true self to us, because that's accessible. That's relatable. When we see a piece of ourselves in someone else, that's what connects us. So, therefore, I believe that you should be creating music that's maximally interesting and fascinating to you, because that's going to maximize the potential for it to be extremely. Personal, extremely intensive, and therefore you increase the chances of the music being just that to other people as well. Another common saying is that if you find your music interesting, then there's a pretty high likelihood that someone else is gonna find it interesting as well. Now, while you finding your music interesting doesn't guarantee that a lot of other people will. People who share similar interests, people who have similar senses of aesthetics, people who have a similar taste, have a similar liking to whatever is going on in your music. Those other people do exist. Now, reaching them is a different question. That's more of a marketing question for another day. But it's important to recognize that your music does have. A perfect target audience out there, and they're probably going to enjoy similar things 
than you do. But the bottom line is that if you write music that is interesting and fascinating to you, then remember and realize that there are people who are very similar to you, who have similar taste. Those people are out there and those are the people you should be reaching and you lay the foundation of reaching those people by writing music that you find fascinating, interesting, enjoyable, and unique. You should be writing music for yourself, also from the perspective of growth. Not everything you do, not everything you write, is necessarily intended to be released out into the world. Now, I'm a big believer in releasing, and it's important to release things, but you should always be pushing your own boundaries, testing new things, looking for growth, trying to learn. And not all of that leads to a finished, complete song. So in that sense, yes, you should be writing for yourself as well, because not everything gets to a stage where someone else gets to listen to it. And lastly, and this is probably the most complex answer of all of these, you should be writing for yourself because it's one of the biggest facilitators that increases the likelihood that you're going to end up with something unique and something different. When you are governed by other people's perceptions of you and your music and their opinions affect your observations of what you're doing, as we're going to talk about in just a moment, that has tremendous utility. But there's also plenty of times when that disrupts the creative process. We are tremendously social creatures. And when we allow other people to get in between of those creative ideas, those creative moments, that can severely disrupt our ability to connect with those creative ideas and see them through, see what they're all about. So there's a time and place for everything. And I'm a huge believer that when you are in the belly of the beast, when you are really in the deep end of the creative process, that's a time to be alone, to delve deep into the darkness, to ascertain the inner workings of your mind. Because when you are there alone in the dark, and you've been there for a while, and you're the only one who is making sense of what's down there, you bring a completely unique blend of perspectives to your work. And sure, that can be a process that you share with other artists, other musicians, like band members, or whoever you're writing with. But the point is that that's a sacred process almost. It needs to be respected. It needs to be protected. And a certain amount of isolation from these mundane qualities of real life and a lot of social interaction, those cannot be allowed to cloud your judgment when you're in that deep, sacred, creative writing process. So write for yourself deep in the darkness of your mind and your soul, because that's the place where you're most likely going to find something completely unique and fascinating that no one else on this planet, 
no one who will exist or has existed can bring to the table. And as mentioned before, when you have something extremely unique, then you increase your chances of providing the world with something new, something interesting that they're gonna latch on to. And it's pretty difficult to get to that kind of a result if you're constantly listening to the chatter and opinions of everyone else, if you don't tread a path of your own, if you don't try and write something that's extremely fascinating and interesting and unique to you, then your chances of discovering something unique are greatly diminished. Now from here, we're going to jump into the opposite end of this equation, which is writing music for other people. Now, first of all, the foundation for this section for me is really about multiplying the good, multiplying the benefit that you can generate. When I write music at its best, I feel like it's all I need. I feel extremely complete uh, as if I'm connected to this uh, larger um, divine force, if you will. Now, that's great for me, but when I limit access to that experience to myself, I'm not maximizing the potential benefits that my music could create in the world. Now, not everyone who listens to my music is going to get a similar divine experience that I might get when I'm writing it. There's a tremendous variety of experiences, different intensities, different levels that people experience. But the bottom line is that if I can provide that experience or a fraction of that experience to someone else, or if I can provide that to hundreds, if not thousands, or hundreds of thousands of people, the amazingness of that possibility blows my mind. And for me to not be aiming for that is insanity. So that's really the bottom line, multiplying the good that I've managed to give to myself through my music by giving it to others and perhaps from them radiating even further outward to more and more people. And now we get to the point of allowing other people's opinions and thoughts to affect your writing process, you creating music. Now it's incredibly important to do this. You need outside world feedback and information on what your music is actually like. As I said, there's a time to be on your own. There's time to be alone, engaged deeply in your process. But when you do those creative deep dives into your soul, it's very easy to lose perspective and it's very easy to get lost in there. And when you get lost, you can lose touch with reality. And that's fine and all if you're just experimenting for yourself and writing for yourself. But if you actually want your music to somehow positively impact the world, change the world, speak to other people, then you need to have something that they can relate to. It needs to be accessible to them. And if you go too deep into the creative depths, if you lose all things that are relatable and accessible to other people, then you have zero chance of allowing your music to speak to other people. What I wish for every single artist 
is that they can create art and music that's accessible and relatable in their time because that's going to create a lot of positive results for you which in turn is going to feed your creativity you're going to get more resources which means you can do your art bigger and better than ever before as you gain those resources as you are more appreciated as your art is accessible that is positively going to feed your freedom and your liberty and your options and possibilities for you to make whatever kind of crazy shit it is that you want to do in the future the reason you should be listening to other people and what they say about your music is because it's going to teach you about reality it's going to teach you how things are in the world currently and when you know how things currently are you have access to a point of reference and as i mentioned you need something that people do understand that people do find accessible and relatable the more you understand the human condition and even better if you can understand the current human condition the better your chances are of finding that point of reference something people understand something that clicks something that is accessible and relatable and when someone listens to your music they give you information they give you feedback and you should be studying all of that information that comes your way and hey a lot of it is not going to be relevant for what you're attempting to do because you could be attempting to write music for a niche or a niche i prefer niche so let's go with that your goal might not be to write to every single person or the majority of people but as an artist you want to be a data gathering facility and a data analyzing facility and when you have a focus when you have an aim when you know what you want to achieve you can now take that data and fit it with your focus with your vision with your goal and now you can find that point of reference which is going to provide you with the accessibility and relatability that you need in order for your music to speak to people reality is always far more complex and multifaceted than what we realize there's no way around this you can't theorize purely theorize your way out of this you need to hear what people actually say and what they respond to and how they respond to it and you need to find ways to get to an authentic pure unaltered response and this is something i've taken from the business from the marketing world the information you're looking for is not to ask people whether they would buy a product or not you just want to see whether they do whether they actually buy it because a person actually buying something is a completely different process from a person responding to someone with an answer of whether they would buy something or not you don't want to get false data sets you want the actual raw truthful data so in order to be even able to write music for other people you need truthful authentic raw data on what they think what they feel what's going on in their head when they hear your music 
So while that doesn't exactly answer the question set today, I found it too fundamental not to go through, not to mention here, because really without it, you have no shot of reaching a point where you can actually write something effectively that delivers the desired results and focuses to other people. So that's it for today's episode. Remember, there's no shame for wanting to write for yourself. Of course you do. You would, wouldn't be writing music in the first place if there wasn't something in it for you, if it wasn't fascinating, enjoyable, beneficial for you in a, in a number of ways. There's no shame in that. And again, by writing for yourself, writing something that you find to be interesting and curiosity inducing, when you do that, you actually increase the chances of your music actually being unique, actually being interesting for other people, because every single person is fundamentally unique, which means that they have the potential of creating something unique. But you can't access that uniqueness if you're not willing to do a deep dive into what it means to be you and do a deep dive into what interests you, what fascinates you. And the reason a lot of people don't do this is because they're afraid of what that's going to look like and be like in the eyes of other people. It's fun and dandy to talk about uniqueness and being different, being interesting, but it's actually very difficult to execute on. It's very difficult to deliver something like that because being in the pursuit of uniqueness, trying to create something different is also going to yield a bunch of results that are embarrassing, uh, stupid, irrelevant, uninteresting, wrong. The list goes on and on and on. If you're trying to create something new and unique, you're bound to look like a fool because you need to be willing to be a fool, to throw yourself into a process of the unknown. And that process is filled with failure, with embarrassment, with looking like an idiot and creating results that are lacking and undesirable. And that's fundamentally why most musicians play safe, because they tread down the path of being different, being unique, and they see that it's complete chaos. And instead of trying to make sense of it, trying to dive even deeper into it, dissect it and work on it, they say, nope, it's too difficult, too complicated. This can't possibly be the answer. And then they go on and do the safe thing. They do the thing that is tried and true, tested and proven. And again, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's not the path of an artist. It's not going to yield you results that are novel, useful, interesting and unique. But when you do delve into the unique darkness of yourself, when you go into that chaos in the search of something new, you make sense of it by understanding how people are right now, what they're like, what interests them, what is the current human condition. And you gather that information through the feedback of your music. You can also gather it in a number of ways, understanding psychology, philosophy, paying attention to things around you. And you take that information with the chaos, you bring them together, and now you have a shot at creating something 
that is unique, but also accessible. And you'd want to share that piece of music with other people because it multiplies whatever good or whatever other benefit is embedded in your music by hundreds, maybe thousands, maybe even beyond. And if you can do that, then in my estimation, that's one of the best goals that you can aim for. Because very few people ever do that. Very few people ever achieve something like that. And that's a tremendous goal worth aiming for. Finished. <laughs>